You're listening to 15 Minutes with a Mensch. I'm Bill Battistone. This episode's Mensch is Donna Kufel, president of the Dor Hadash Congregation, which is part of the Reconstructing Judaism denomination in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A psychologist in trade, Donna has served as president of Dor Hadash since 2018. Prior to that, she was involved in the school board and served as the editor of the congregation's newsletter. She's lived in Pittsburgh for the past 40 years and has been a member of Dor Hadash for the past 25. She has had many different experiences in Judaism throughout her life, including growing up reform, then attending a conservative congregation that actually had an Orthodox rabbi. Ultimately, her journey in Judaism led her to Dor Hadash in Pittsburgh. To be honest, I didn't really know anything about reconstructing Judaism. I actually started our conversation by referring to it as reconstructivism, but Donna politely described that the more accurate description is reconstructing Judaism, a term meant to stress the need for an action, and making the name a verb helps communicate this better. I knew that Dor Hadash hosted services in the Redef Shalom building, but I've never attended one. I also knew that they were a member-led congregation, and I was interested to hear more about what this entailed from Donna and some of the challenges that goes with this distinction. I had a time scheduled with Donna for this interview for weeks, but of course, as it usually happens, something came up last minute where I needed to make some scheduling adjustments. She was more than willing to be flexible and fit me in when she had a few free moments, a small gesture, but an early example of her patience and willingness to work with people. It was great getting to spend a few minutes with Donna, and I hope this episode helps explain the Reconstructing Judaism movement for you, if you're like me and you came into this episode with a very limited understanding. For more information about Dor Hadash, you can check out their website at www.dorhadash.net. But without more delay, here's our mensch for this episode, Donna Kufel. All right, Donna. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm so excited to spend some time with you getting to know a little bit about the Reconstructing Judaism movement. So thanks for taking your time out of your day to visit with me. Thanks for having me, Bill. So Donna, can you start by just kind of telling us a little bit about Dor Hadash as a congregation um, and what it what it means to be part of the Reconstructing Judaism movement? So Dor Hadash, Congregation Dor Hadash um, was founded in the mid to early 1960s as a small um, study group and a group of of mostly academics who who prayed together and studied together. It was not affiliated originally with the Reconstructionist movement, but um, they did use the Reconstructionist prayer book very early on. And so um, from that, you know, tiny little group of people over the last 60 plus years we've grown to kind of a medium-sized congregation i think we have somewhere between 200 and 250 members um and we have affiliated formally with reconstructing judaism so we are part of the movement now so donna can you just kind of i mean i know for myself as somebody who's relatively new to <laughs> Judaism as a whole, but I would have always kind of pictured three pillars of the kind of the Orthodox, the conservative and the reform. So 
where does reconstructing Judaism kind of fit and and how would you describe it to somebody who maybe only knows those three pillars? What, what, how would you describe it? So the founder of reconstructing Judaism was Mordecai Kaplan and he actually um, was raised in the Orthodox tradition and then taught in the conservative tradition. But he had a little bit different vision for Judaism. And um, he envisioned, envisioned Judaism as an evolving civilization and not only as a place for prayer. And so um, the idea is that, um, you know, that, that it would, that Judaism would be part of, of many aspects of our lives. And, and some of the principles were things like um, egalitarianism. This is back in the 20s and 30s, men and women were equal. And his daughter had the first bat mitzvah that ever happened. Wow. So, so um, the egalitarian uh, part of, of um, Reconstructionism has been uh, very strong since the very beginning of the movement. So I also know, you know, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but I've done a little bit of my own research. I've tried to learn a little bit about the movement before we, we visited. And one of the things that really stood out to me was this idea of uh, the past has a vote, not a veto. And, and as, as a tenant of that, uh, of what reconstructing Judaism means. So I was hoping, can you just kind of explain what that means, that the past uh, has a vote, but not a veto? And what does that look like in practice? Right. That, I mean, that is so central to reconstructing Judaism because, you know, our services um, are very traditional. We have a lot of Hebrew. It doesn't look that different to um, many people from um, even a conservative service. But um, we think of ourselves as an extremely progressive movement. And so we're rooted in history and tradition but the way we think about it and take it up is in terms of how we're evolving as a civilization. And that was Mordecai Kaplan's um, big idea was that we are evolving. It's not a static religion and yet it's not random or arbitrary. And so what that means is that the past has a vote, that it's the past is important that we honor our traditions, that we honor our ancestors, but um, that they don't determine the direction that we move. So obviously, you know, if people don't know, Dor Hadash is, is a member-led congregation. Um, and so what I want to know is just kind of what does that look like in practice? What are some of the advantages to that? And then, of course, I'm sure that there's some disadvantages as well. So as president of the congregation, can you just talk a little bit about what that kind of day-to-day -day operational side looks like? So, so historically, Dor Hadash, we have never owned a building. We're, we're housed in the beautiful Rodaf building right now. And um, we have never had a full-time rabbi. Um, we were very fortunate that one of our members who was a lay cantor um, has become a rabbi. Her name is Rabbi Cheryl Klein. And Rabbi Klein is actually with us um, part-time for eight months. Um, because we're in a period of transition now. But let me just explain something about Reconstructionism and rabbis, because being totally lay-led is, 
a little more unusual, but um, rabbis in the Reconstructionist tradition are not, it's never um, a top-down organization. Mm -hmm. The rabbi, um, you know, and we're in the process right now of strategic planning and we're making some changes as we grow. So we may be hiring um, cantor or a rabbi or some kind of spiritual guide, mm -hmm. but we see this more as a partnership. Um, our our um, lay people lead um, services we lead programming, um, and so we will co-lead with a cantor or a rabbi, um, sometimes by ourselves without. Um, but many um, more congregations are referring to themselves as lay-led now, who actually hire rabbis as support rather than as leadership. So what, what, what would you say some of the advantages or disadvantages are to a model like that? Because that makes a lot more sense. I think I, I wasn't really quite clear on what, how, how that would really function and work. So what are, what are some of the pros and cons to something like that uh, through your experience? Well, the pros and the cons are sort of the same. There are flip sides of the same coin because we really get to create the kind of congregation we want to have. And so the burden is we have to figure out and create the kind of congregation that we want to have. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you get to do it, but you also have to do it. <laughs> we, we have to do it. And right. um, people who have visited us or worked with us are really amazed at the level of volunteerism. I mean, being the president, especially, you know, we've been through a lot the last few years. It, it's been kind of a second full-time job. Um, because there's so much going on. Um, but, but even so, I mean, even people who head up committees put so many hours in. So that's, it's a plus and a minus. You're more committed something to something when you work this hard, but it, 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 can, it can be difficult. And so we have increased our support staff. We're in, increasing our administrators' hours. And again, you know, we're, we're, we're bringing in, you know, more help. Um, in the form of, you know, somebody who's really knowledgeable uh, about um, Judaism and, and, and Jewish things. But, um, you know, we've really, we really set the values of our own congregation and our own direction, which is just an amazing, wonderful thing. And it brings people very close together. Um, and one of the things we, we really we value, I mean, we've become a very strong social justice congregation. But um, we also really value diversity and inclusion, and we're working hard to um, to question ourselves and to grow in those directions. And we're one of the few congregations that's actually grown during the pandemic. And um, we've brought in a lot of young people because I think um, even though you know a lot of the um, there are wonderful um, activist Jewish organizations, it's very different to have a multi-generational community. And I think young people really appreciate that as long as they're heard and as long as they um, can also take leadership in the congregation. So that was kind of my, my one, of, one of the last questions I had. One of the interesting things I'm always asking people who especially are in leadership positions in religious organizations is how are we working to engage the young people and what's the future of 
of, you know, even the reconstructing Judaism movement and Dor Hadash, but just in general, you know, how are you working to kind of engage those young people? And what are some of the challenges even moving forward into 2021 that you feel like uh, either reconstructing Judaism as a, as a whole faces or Dor Hadash would face? You know, I, I don't know that we're like working to engage young people when you try to do something, it never happens. But our message really resonated with some of the activist organizations in town. And so we partnered with them around some of the anti-racism work going on. Um, we were really interested in what the young people had to say. And so um, when they showed interest in, you know, especially young couples, how they want to raise their children, um, uh, um, single people trying to find their way in the Jewish world. Um, I, I think the way you engage people is you look to them for leadership. And that's true um, with the disability, um, people working um, with disabilities, like, those are the people who have had to overcome obstacles. And we want to know how, how have you done this and what do we need to do to be a better congregation? And so I think that's what attracts people is when you um, are open to the things that they have to say. Great, Donna. Well, I, I really appreciate the time and it's terrific insight. So I know, you know, the podcast is 15 minutes with a mensch. So it's, it's a very brief kind of snapshot. But if people are interested and they've heard you speak, where can they get more information either about Dor Hadash or Reconstructing Judaism? Uh, and, and is there anything coming up that they can be looking towards? So um, our website is Congregation Dor Hadash, and you can just Google it. And you can also Google Reconstructing Judaism. Um, Reconstructing Judaism also has a website called Ritual Well that teaches a lot about different ritual practices and poetry and prayer. Um, and in we always have events coming up. We always have, we have many different things. We just finished celebrating Purim, but we're getting ready for Passover. So if people are interested, just look at our website, contact our membership or our administrator and, um, which are drop downs on the website and just let us know. And we would be happy to talk with you and invite you to participate with us. Great. Well, thanks, Don. I really appreciate it. I know you your term as president is is coming to an end here soon, but um, obviously, you know, just inspiring to hear from you and and thank you for all you've done for the Jewish community in Pittsburgh. And um, it is it's great to to spend some time with you. And maybe once you once you enjoy your time as past president, we can have you back on and get an update on how things are going. And you're always welcome back. Thank you, and uh, I'm sure. Our new president, Bruce Hirschlag, will look forward to getting to know you as well. Yes, that would be fantastic. Thanks, Donna. Sure. Fifteen Minutes with a Mensch is a podcast supported by the Prayer, Practice, and Learning Committee at Def Shalom Congregation in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. For more information on upcoming events or how you can get involved, visit our website at www.rodefshalom.org. I'm Bill Battistone. <laughs>